Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 231, air date January 23rd, 2018. That's right, holier than thou, they are, and who are they? They are the people that look down their nose at you because you don't know what's good for you. Only they do. They want to micromanage every single detail in your lives, how many breaths you take. In fact, in Tacoma, Washington, or maybe it was, no, it was Olympia, Washington, where they discouraged people from driving their automobiles to work and encouraged bicycling, had the gall to install a breath tax. Because when you ride your bicycle, you breathe harder, so therefore you need to pay tax for that carbon dioxide that you're exhaling. These people are insane, and they want to dominate your life. I say let's not let them. And one of our America First candidates that's going to help change that paradigm is a man who has a Ph.D. from MIT, among other things, a guy who actually invented the first, I believe, the first email system. A guy who is running for the United States Senate in the great state of Massachusetts. Uh, and, and he's running against foe Kahanis. We have none other than Dr. Shiva Ayadurai. How are you doing this afternoon, sir? I'm good. Great to be on your show. Happy New Year to you and everyone. Thanks for coming on the Article 5 Hour and helping us right out the end of 2017, Dr. Shiva. So tell us what's happening with the campaign. Uh, the campaign's going great. You know, we've built a, a great team on the ground. You know, the first year, I mean, this year, 2017, was really laying the land. You know, running a campaign, and you know, I've done seven startup businesses, no different than a startup business. And uh, you have to be very resourceful, and you figure out the lay of the land, and then you know how to scale it, which is the phase that we're going to go into 2018. So it's been great. You know, we've been hitting Warren very hard. If you notice on my Twitter uh, feed recently, she said that she, you know, knows science and is a, know, you know, believes climate science is taking place. So I hit her hard saying, look, you have no degrees in science at all. You're a law, lawyer lobbyist, and you know nothing about science. In fact, you're the one who... Uh, supports Monsanto, which creates the fake sciences, which is destroying the earth. And you also want to support uh, this whole notion of carbon tax, which is only going to make your buddies at Goldman Sachs, um, as well as Al Gore, very, very wealthy. So, and that went viral on the internet. I think the biggest advantage we have is that in Massachusetts, you know, 1.5 million Democrats, half a million Republicans, but there's 2.5 million independents. And that, and the notion of being independent was really what our founders were about. They weren't about parties and factional and using our rational mind. And I think Massachusetts is a great opportunity for a new revolution to take place. And our defeating Warren is going to do that. Yes, indeed. And I am certainly glad to hear that you are taking that perspective. And I was encouraged by the fact, when I learned the statistics that you just quoted to this audience about how few Republicans are and how many independents are in the great state of Massachusetts, particularly in the eastern side, as I understand it, uh, the right play for you, obviously, was to run as an independent, right? Well, yeah, not only that, when you look at the reality, look, Trump, President Trump is not a quote-unquote Republican. He is Trump, you know, he, he sort of defined his own way. In Massachusetts, just to give you the data, when we looked at the data analytics, 
you know, the reality is that the rhinos and the masked GOP stabbed him in the back. Um, they told Republicans not to vote for him. So in spite of that, and in spite of very little money that he, he spent here, uh, Hillary got two million votes. Um, he, he got a million votes, which is still quite substantial. But that million votes, in our analysis, 80 to 90 percent of it came from independents, not from the R's. Because the R's essentially probably voted for Hillary, because Hillary got 2 million votes. That means she got 1.5 million Democrats. And in our estimate, likely uh, a significant number, at least 30 to 40 percent, came from the Republicans. So the reality is there is really a unit party in Massachusetts. It's a complete sewer, and it all starts out of Harvard University. You see, when you look at Elizabeth Warren, you look at the rhino Charlie Baker, and you look at Mitt Romney, all of them are, are affiliated with Harvard. And Harvard is really the sewer that feeds the swamp in Washington, D.C. They are the, you know, the epicenter of the establishment. It's, it's, it's left-wing element and it's, quote-unquote, you know, right-wing element. But the reality is they do not represent the American worker or the American working people at all. They represent themselves, the elite. And I think uh, we are li literally in the belly of the beast and me having gone to MIT. And by the way, MIT you know, has its problems, but Massachusetts is rated number one in innovation because of the 33,000 businesses that came out of the high-tech blue-collar workers at MIT, not the Harvard elite. They've generated, you know, two trillion in annual revenue uh, for this country annually. So it's clear that people who work, people actually create stuff. Let's go back to fundamentals. Are who we should be valuing, not lawyer lobbyists, not career politicians. So part of our campaign is one term, you know, and any uh, if you ask to go to multiple terms, no more than six years in any office, be it local or regional, and you should get the hell out because. Of, the fundamentals where you were supposed to actually have a job, work for a living, and it was an honor to serve this country, and then you're supposed to go back to work. It's uh, never supposed to be a career. I absolutely agree with that 100%. The only downside, as you know, to that is once we get somebody that really has the Americans' uh, interest at heart, we have to kick them out. Uh, after a certain amount of time. So that's the only downside to that, but there's so many upsides to it, I believe it's worth it. Yeah, I think the opportunity there is, like in any business, you have to have what's called succession plan. You know, when I look at nature, nature treats us, teaches us a lot. Everything has a beginning and an end. Um, in these organizational systems, they think there is no end. Um, and that's not a good thing. So, you know, if I, um, uh, and from my perspective, after I win, the goal is, you need to be grooming other people, right? Right. It's part of educating and mentoring. It's not all about you. That's right. right. You plan office, ahead. Right now, the instant someone gets into office, you have to start raising funds for the next election. So think about that. So no one is really working hard. That's why Congress takes so many vacations. Imagine if you knew you only had X period of time, and that's it. Well, you would probably work damn hard at that because your legacy is being left. You can't perpetuate it. It's not about making money. It's not about... You have to go in there to do a job like admission, you know, like a soldier, and then you have to get the hell out. That's the attitude we need to create in these public servant offices. It's not about building your friendships and your network, you know, making 100K and leaving making 100 million. Right. I think we want you for two for two terms, though, Dr. Shiva, <laughs> because there's so much damage done in the government. It might take 12 yeah. years to help us sort it out. I mean, my point is, I think nearly 80% of Americans are supportive term limits. So whatever, however that is, my point is it should be finite. Um, you should know you're in, and you're in for a mission, and you have to serve, and then you have to leave. Because, you know, there is a sense of urgency. When you run a business, you know you have a quarter to hit, a year to hit, 
So you're working your pants off, and that's how progress takes place when you have urgency. When you have no fire in your belly or no deadline, you know, there's no reason to uh, execute. That's absolutely correct. I, I'm in, I'm in uh, manufacturing, and when I used to be a manager in manufacturing, I was at my best when I had ten times too much to do because that forced me into organizational skills that I never would have had otherwise, and I was able to accomplish way more than I thought I could because of that drive. You're absolutely right. Well, to everyone listening, we have Shiva for Senate.com. Today is the last day of the year and of our quarter. So if anyone listening wants to go and support us, please do so until midnight today uh, because Elizabeth Warren's raising a war chest. We don't need anywhere near what she uh, is raising, but two minutes. And we'll spend a lot on TV. We're doing it in a very different way. But, um, you know, whether you give $1 or $1,000, it's very much appreciated. All right. Uh, now that's Shiva, S-H-I-V-A, with the number four, Senate, right? Yep, Senate.com. All right, Shiva for Senate. Dot com. Now, you're going to hang with us through the break, and I want you to also explain some of your uh, travels through the eastern part, talking to the farmers that were shocked to hear that Warren supported Monsanto, the uh, chemical company that most of those organic farmers in the eastern side of Massachusetts absolutely hate. I want you to tell the audience some about that after we come back from the I'll break. Yeah, I'll share with you all the details of that. Yeah, that's, that is a very interesting story. I think you shared some of that with uh, with the audience last time you were on this show. Now, people might ask, why do we have a Senate candidate from Massachusetts in Arizona on the radio? First of all, uh, we need America First candidates like Dr. Shiva. Send Shiva, number four, Senate.com, 20 bucks, 5 bucks, 10 bucks. Help Dr. Shiva defeat this fraud, Elizabeth Warren. We have with us the D-man here in the studio, and I want him to go ahead and say hello to our guest, Dr. Shiva Ayadurai from Massachusetts, who's running for his Senate there. Uh, uh, Dr. Shiva, I want you to say hello to the D-Man, who has a radio program on this station every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Arizona time. So say hello, Dr. Shiva, to, Mr. The, to the D-Man. Hey, D-Man, how are you? Uh, hey. Happy New Year to you. Hey, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. And you know what? i got to tell you something, man. I, I, I love hearing what you're talking about. You're right up our alley. Believe me, I really like what you what you sound like, man. Yeah, and it, yeah, I think Americans, you know, are uh, really ready for this. They, I think the Trump win was unleashing them for far too long. The elites in the East Coast and the West Coast had assumed that they were smart, that they knew better. But the reality is people know better. And they were frustrated and angry righteously. And I think now is a great opportunity to really move uh, this country forward in a very, very different way and take it into the 21st century. Indeed. And I could tell you, uh, uh, Dr. Shiba, in my opinion, I, I love the way you express that in a clean and a non-cluttered way, that these elites think that they can run our lives better than we can, which is absolutely not the truth. So go ahead with your story about the... Uh, uh, how you interacted with the uh, organic farmers of eastern Massachusetts. Sure. I mean, when you, so, so when we step back and we look at, um, ultimately, what, what do we humans want? Ultimately, all of us want to live a healthy, uh, wealthy life, right? Um, uh, you know, all the things we have mean nothing if we're not healthy. Um, we want to wake up in the morning. We want to feel good, you know, look good, and be able to have a, have a good way of being. Now, the, the number one way that we feel good 
is obviously having good community and friends, very important. But the other thing is what we put into our bodies, you know, what we take in, clean air, clean food, etc. Um, you know, if you even go back a hundred years, the soil of this country, the foods we ate, were frankly organic and local. What's occurred over the last hundred years is a destruction to the food supply of this country in a very, very, um, in a deliberate way uh, by large uh, agro-business companies. Um, you know, Kissinger said, you know, if you want to uh, control people, you control their soils. And yeah. that's what we've done in this country, and we've let it occur because the career politicians, the, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, the swamp, essentially gets paid off by the likes of Monsanto, Syngenta, etc. And what they have done is they've really pushed forward factory farming, right? Yeah. I mean, look, uh, uh, I like to eat meat, but, you, you know, the meat that comes from these factory farms is the animals are horribly treated. Whether uh, you care for animals or not, it's pretty brutal. But more importantly, the way that we're producing food, plants, etc., massive herbicides, massive pesticides, and then to counteract that effect is, is these same companies produce genetically engineered foods, which they control the intellectual property and license for. So on the one hand, um, farmers are forced to buy their pesticides, and then they're forced to buy their seeds, by the way, which have a one-year term, like a license to a piece of software, uh, because they've engineered two minutes, two minutes. genes of a terminator uh, <coughs> where the gene, where the seeds can no longer be used in the next cycle, and farmers used to serve, live and die by the ability to save their seeds. So these guys are essentially completely monopolized, completely uh, owned the entire farming process. <laughs> local farmers, which is what America always was, small farmers, organic, local, that's what they want. 80% of Americans want organic food, uh, rich and poor, all across the board. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, I agree with everything you're saying, doctor. I just want to let you know we have about 30 seconds left with you. Yeah, so the bottom line is local farmers, we've been reaching out to them. Um, the western part of Massachusetts is your uh, earthy, crunchy granola farmer who used to support Elizabeth <laughs> Warren. When they hear about the fact Elizabeth Warren voted to protect Monsanto, they're all coming over to our side in droves. That's what's going on. That's a the beautiful thing. That Elizabeth Warren is pro-Monsanto is what people need to hear. She's not uh, one minute, one minute. fighter of the people. She's a fake fighter and a fake Indian. That's why only a real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. Severs4Senate.com. Happy New Year, sir. Thanks for joining us in Article Thank 5 you. Hour. I hope you do it again.